Hello everyone, welcome Hello. to the Freddie and Alyssa show. And the Benji show. And the Benji show. <laughs> he, he's the he's the co-host here. He's been waiting to go on his walk. He has. Because he has a new routine where whether we're able to do it in the morning or at lunch or at dinner, he gets his walk in the stroller. So it's more of he gets a push. But he will walk in certain areas of our neighborhood where he just loves to like, you know, Maul about him, yeah. Oh yeah, he's 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 so obsessed with it. But his tail will wag when we pull out the stroller because he knows he's going. So but the sun beating down on him, he enjoys himself. He barks at all the birds and the people and the passerbyers. But we have to be very careful we because do. we're learning new things about this community because we've only been here since July, and really only been in Florida for almost three years. Yeah, but. Uh, supposedly, this is alligator season. <laughs> it is alligator season. Well, it's mating season. So the gators are mating right now. And does that create an aggressiveness? Like, what was the letter and who did we get the okay, letter from? So the HOA wrote us and they're like, Dear homeowners, just wanted to remind everyone that gator season is fastly approaching. It's apparently next month. And they said that if you see a gator, in a place it should not be and you need it to be, you know, taken away that they can call wildlife and have them capture it. However, if it's a baby gator, I think they said if it's under four feet, they can't do anything about it. Um, and they said that gators are really shy animals and to just make sure you keep your dogs, your children um, safe and if don't hang out by the brackish waters. Yeah, Can you describe I, we the that. brackish waters you taught me this the other day? Well, it's funny that I actually told Alyssa that we live in an area with brackish water because I was doing this MLS training. Yep. Um, and one of the something got brought up about brackish water. And uh, and yet again, in real estate, just like acting, it's so complex and ever evolving. You're like learning something new every day. And I've never had anyone ask me about brackish water. But once I heard about brackish water, that, that's where I think like alligators or even maybe sharks can live. And when I heard that, I go, oh, that is our community because I actually saw a baby alligator about, I don't know, two and a half feet. And I go, oh, this is brackish water. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, but then three weeks later, you come with that letter from HOA bringing up brackish water again. Right. They said and stay away. Yeah. So now everyone knows about brackish water. Well, I got to tell you something further about this weird thing that you brought this up. Today, I was having lunch with a girlfriend and we were walking by and there's this place in Orlando where you can go see baby gators. And she like knew the owner there and it was so random. And I got to feed baby alligators today. I took a video of it. I got to show this to you. They were in this little pond. Some of them were sunbathing. And I guess they take a pole and you put like dried chicken on the end of it. And you dangle it over into this deep pit. I mean, you can't get up. They can't what, get up. Are they, is, there, is it like they breed? them or i guess i mean it's not wild they're not allowed to feed wild no, alligators. no it's, it's probably not great but literally alligator, alligator cross oh wow yeah there are like tons of gators i don't know if you guys can see but i was there today feeding the gators i completely forgot to tell you that so 
here I am. It's it's like an alligator life. Florida living, baby. So when I said, how did everything go today? <laughs> seeing two dozen baby alligators wasn't, didn't cross you know, your mind? A lot happened today and I completely forgot, to be honest. We, like it was a busy, it, we've been so busy. And that's why we wanted to do kind of like a life update because it's been what, two months since we've yeah, and, and technically, this is our anniversary month of the show, so it's going to be five years. So we're like, even though we're not coming back yet, we were talking about, we're like, let's do just an update because yeah, we miss all of you. Of and and today just worked out perfectly, but you and I have just had two different schedules for like the first time ever. We're just yeah. got our, you know, we're spinning many plates and uh, real estate's been going very well. And that's kind of the best case scenario, but something like real estate, just like acting and auditioning right. when it's hot, it's hot. And sometimes it's not, but it's just been a very hot year for us. So I was like, thank God we're working with many clients. We have two deals that are under contract yes. that are closing this month. Yep. And so we've just been incredibly busy, but we're handling different clients at different times. And so we haven't spent as much time together. That That's the whole thing. And I feel like real estate too has been the one thing that's we've been able to see each other in certain ways like certain ways we're busy doing other things but then yeah we're like oh yeah let's get together and work on that just because we have so many different projects and then how many inspections did you go to i didn't go oh, to, zero no, baby because i've been working on some other things i actually like inspections they're fun you just sit around well this is what's weird okay so we officially work together in real estate, we're able to do deals together at the same brokerage. And we finally said, you know what, like, let's do this. Let's partner up and be like a hubby wife team because before we did stuff separately. Yeah, we were two separate brokerages. Now we're at the same brokerage. Yes. So it just makes it more succinct and more easy. Not that it wasn't easy before, but it but just- But it's just nice it's just because better, yeah. you have your strengths, I have my strengths. And I feel like we both pop in in certain areas yeah when it just really works like i love doing the contracts i love handling the scheduling of it all all of that is definitely my vibe you go into the inspection handling that stuff <laughs> that's your your jam yeah i mean i don't mind it's just like i said it's chill the inspection is like one of my favorite things for buyers because i think that's one of buyers biggest fears yeah. is what if i walk into a house and there's something wrong with it that i don't know and the inspection protects you if you put it in the contract where you'll hire a inspector for a few hundred bucks to go and check everything. Then you get this full report. So it's like, oh, smoke detector's missing, lock on the sliding door is broken, roof. If there's a huge issue, you can walk yeah. away or negotiate. And so it's just very important. But that's kind of one of the steps that are integral in the contract mm -hmm. uh, due diligence process. Yep. Yep. So inspection is, is one of the big potential obstacles or hurdles to get over if it turns back uh, bad, uh, turns back poorly. However, both of these inspections were great. So there yes. was no uh, major issues that deterred anybody. So everyone was happy in both scenarios. So when that happens, that's great. But there's been other times where you find out that the roof needs $17,000 worth of work or replaced well, and then you have to ask for like a 10k to 15k discount and someone's either going to say yes or no and then you go back but yeah doing yeah. the inspection was was great but we're gonna be closing really soon so yeah, that's like gonna be two fun. more weeks that'll be great yeah. and then also i'm in the beginning stages i don't know if y'all remember but last year i hosted that big event called denier and blanc tampa bay which is that secret um location 1500 person event this year 
where all of the oh, it got guests, bumped up. Yeah, all the guests wear white. It's a secret location. It's revealed minutes before. Yeah. Um, you know, the event starts. So, yeah, the one thing I can say, because obviously it's very top secret, I can't say much yet, but we are starting the location scouting process. And it's really cool because I feel the location of this event is almost a character in its own. It really sets the tone for what this event is. And you said it has to be outdoors because the, the vibe of it is kind of um, a picnic, it's a, a pop-up pop -up picnic, picnic where yeah. everyone kind of like, it's like normal at like life is going like in a park or a zoo. And then all of a sudden, boom, within minutes, 1500 people attack it and put out tables and there's food and music and violinist yeah. and then everyone has a picnic and dances and then boom clean up and you leave and there's nothing yeah like it's really yeah. really cool it's amazing but you did so well you and your team your other two hosts yep. all three of you did so well yeah. so every year if yep. you want to continue to do it which you're now locked in so you kind of own the tampa bay market that she <laughs> can continue to increase it every year which is ideal because there's a bigger waiting list than actual people who can get in. Right. So it's kind of really tough on the business end of it. Not that I'm involved, but we are married. So when it, <laughs> when I go, oh, there's money to be made, I go, hmm. So, but yeah, when there's like a huge list of people and you're like, oh my God, if everyone could come, it'd be like so much more profitable. But there, that the exclusivity of it is what kind of drives of that um, exclusivity yeah. and that like coolness where people want to get in the desire and also too you know you got to realize this event has been around for 30 years and it happens worldwide so we have headquarters corporate who they got to make sure you know when you're running all these different cities that everything is going smoothly imagine if they said one year oh yeah you can have as many people as you want and like 5,000 people show up but the hosts aren't prepared for that or experienced for that you know there's so many things so with anything you want to grow slowly and make sure that every piece of the puzzle yeah. fits so we're really excited and we're location scouting now so that that's probably one of my most favorite things because it could be anywhere right as long as it's outdoors because the event is an outdoor event and um you know the thing is we also have to accommodate quite a large amount of people so that does narrow down where you can go. So you have to really get creative, think outside the box, think of how you want to throw this, what um, is going to be easy for individuals to essentially enjoy it there. You know, are their heels going to get stuck in the floor? Like all these little things you have to think of because weather, weather, because people do love to bring it and dress up and dress to the nines. So you got to just take everything into consideration because even last year, um, it, of course, it doesn't really get cold in Florida, but we ended up doing it in December. And the one day that we chose was a very cold day. So you got to look at all of these things because you want to make sure that the attendee is having the most comfortable, amazing time of their life. So many things go into it. The food, the entertainment, the music, the, um, the music system, you know, all of it. There are all these things you got to consider. And it's really cool because at the end of each event, we'll go back and we go over everything that, you know, could have been better or things that we were obsessed with that were just perfectly executed. So very excited for this year. We're in the begin beginning stages. I can't say anything else about it, really not about the date, not about timeline, none of that, but a lot of fun things are going on behind the scenes. So working diligently for that and very excited. I love yeah. my hosts that I get yeah. to work with. 
But that's exciting. That's something to look forward to in the year. Um, it's also been, you know, wedding season. I We haven't, uh, I don't know the last wedding we went to before this year approach, but then also because of the pandemic, obviously. And all, it was it, probably like, ours. It was probably ours. Our elopement. You know, our elopement. December 31st, 2020. We had a uh, Were a you friend's... guys there? Did you watch it? Yeah. <laughs> We had a, a friend's wedding in Austin two weekends ago, which was yeah. which was amazing. And then we have um, other friends of ours getting married in Montenegro in September. I know. And we're we really want to go. And I think within the next like four to six weeks, we're gonna have to make a decision yeah. because they have to know, obviously, yes or no. But there's so many friends from all different parts of the like we the we all yeah. share a big friend group, but from all different parts of the country. And we used to all know each other in California. Yeah. Um, the bride to be, I, I knew from where I grew up, and yeah. we all became friends. We all worked together. But there's people from all different states that we were thinking how fun it would be to all meet in like New York and then fly to uh, wherever you would fly there. But to get everyone together. Today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. So if you're looking to save some money, looking to save some time this year, HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% cheaper than takeout. With HelloFresh, you're getting seasonal ingredients picked at peak ripeness for quality you can taste. Ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days so you know that they're fresh. And I think that's probably one of the, my, well, really the most favorite thing I love yeah. about it is it's fresh, it's delicious, but it's the time-saving for me Oof. that I love for us because we've had just a busier schedule lately and I needed something like HelloFresh that will send it to us. We don't have to go look for all the ingredients in the uh -huh. grocery store. And also, I don't I don't like being wasteful. If I don't know how much of something I need, then you end up overbuying, wasting money. So they just send you exactly what you need to make delicious meals and it's also seasonal ingredients so you can continue to learn. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful experience. So if you wanna try HelloFresh and receive 50 50% off. <clears throat> Go to HelloFresh.com slash FreddieAlyssa50 and use code FreddieAlyssa50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Go to HelloFresh.com slash FreddieAlyssa50 and use code FreddieAlyssa50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Benji approved. Benji approved, <laughs> and now back to the show. I've got quite the tan going right now, he and does. I'm just making sure I don't stay, you know, burnt. Because I think for a while there, I was like maybe burnt. I thought it was because I was eating so many blueberries. I can't with you and your. The jury's still out on that, so <laughs> I'm kind of testing it. But now that I've kind of gotten used to it, because I've been trying to do my workouts outside and everything like that, just to enjoy. Because it's been yeah. 90 degrees here, which is <laughs> wild. But I love it. I, I really like it. Now that it's getting darker later, it just gives you more it's of a day. Nice. And now that our nights and days have been, our, our work days have been basically longer, um, it's nice to get home around, you know, six o'clock and it's still daylight. Yeah. It just, it, you, you kind of feel like, oh, if we wanted to like have a drink or grab some like coffee and like chill before. Sometimes when you get home around five and it's dark, oh, it's you just tough. yeah, it's much different. You don't different. want to do anything. Yesterday, so you ended up getting a lot of sleep, and I thought for sure I was going to sleep. For I've been falling asleep religiously all year 
like clockwork at midnight waking up at eight. It's been perfect. For some reason yesterday for the first time, I didn't get to bed till 2.30. So I'm only, I'm running on like six hours of sleep, Aww. but you went to bed early, but I started like watching. There's three movies I wanna, I wanna promote here because I thoroughly enjoy them Ooh. and they're all different genres. So the first one that I watched was called I See You on Netflix. And the poster, I even saw this guy on TikTok talk about it. It looks scary, but it's not like jump scary. Like I think there's one moment you'll like jump, but it's not really scary. It's just a, um, like it, it almost feels like you're tuning into the middle of a movie and you're kind of enjoying the process, but you don't really know like kind of what's going on, but then it all ties in at the end and you're like, oh wow. So like, it's such a psychological thriller and there's so many things going on and that's on Netflix, I see you. So if you're into that kind of stuff, check that out. Then they finally have um, the movie Plane with Gerard Butler was for rent for six bucks. I wanted to watch it for the past two months, but refused to pay 20. And I kept checking every week when I was going to watch a movie and then it was finally uh, for rent. It might've been a few weeks ago. I just haven't checked in a while. And it was six bucks. I'm like, I'm going to watch this. The movie Plane. It's amazing. A pilot is bringing um, a small group of people to uh, a destination six hours away. They get struck by lightning and they end up crash landing on a war-torn country in the southern Philippines. And so huh. they're trying to get rescued and it's like action. So if you're like an action buff and a Gerard scary. Butler fan, Gerard Butler has some great, great movies. There's like three specifically that are amazing. His rom-coms? Law the Abiding ugly Citizen. <laughs> the Ugly Truth. Um, 300 was great. I should really rewatch that. Um, what's his other one? Law Abiding Citizen. Um, the White House Down or White House. Mm. Something with the White House. Him and Morgan Freeman. He okay. does two or three of them. Just incredible action films. And the last thing I watched, which we've seen something similar to this, but I believe this one was done better. It's called Missing. And this girl does an online detective work to find her missing mother. Okay. And everything is done through the computer screen, dash cam, security cam, social media. So the whole movie is shot through that. Okay. So you'll never see like an actual camera of a point of view of like a movie. Yeah. It's all done through the computer screen. And it's all done through, uh, like like I said, social media, the ring camera, conversations, text messages. Wasn't there a movie like that maybe six, seven years ago? I think it was ago? called Searching, maybe. Yeah. It's Some just as good. That one seemed to be a little bit more like scary. This one was more detective. Okay. And it was amazing. It was so unique. And I don't even know how they shot it. That's the cool part, too. But it was so smart and it was done so well. But those are three movies that I would recommend. And then lastly, which we might actually be able to continue today, is Love is Blind. Yes. We have watched every season. The new season came out, and we're on episode four. Yes. And there, I think there's a bunch. And then this Friday, I think, is going to be the end of it. But we're going to be able to watch some tonight. So I'm so excited to cook dinner and then watch so Love is Blind. But if you haven't watched Love is Blind, such a great reality show so on Netflix. What do you think about how they release like three or four episodes one week and then wait the next week to release more. What do you think about in the current day and age? Do you think that works or? I, I think at this point it was a really smart adjustment because I think when back in the day with like Orange is the New Black, it was so new that everyone was like, we have to go watch Orange is the New Black right yeah. now. And the whole world went and watched it. The whole world talked about it for three weeks. Now there's so many shows and movies 
that it's kind of like, I don't even know what's out. So yeah. if you have it come out for like four weeks in a row in sections of three, it's giving you marketing mm -hmm. to continue to talk about it for a month and how we're talking about it now, where some of you might go watch from the beginning sure. now, where if we already watched it and it was over, we might even forget we watched it. Like, I can't even tell you this year what else I've watched. The only reason I know those four things is because in the past week or two, I've watched yeah. those. I, I can't tell you what, like, what else did we watch? I honestly was sitting here, excuse you, Benji. I was sitting here racking my brain going, what have I watched? And I can't remember, but one thing I know I do want to watch is the new Adam Sandler and Oof. Jennifer Aniston movie. I heard it was terrible. Really? Murder Mystery 2, is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, no. Really? I just, I haven't heard anything in the culture world of anyone talking about really? it. All I'm seeing is the Adam Sandler, like he won the Mark uh, Twain prize. And okay. he also, I think that's what it's called, right? I don't know. I was going to say, what is that? <laughs> and, uh, and then he's also, I think, was on SNL. So I'm seeing like all Adam Sandler interviews okay. that's going viral, but I haven't seen anyone Let's actually see what talking IMDb about it. IMDb rates it. And then the other thing that's coming out, which I'm super pumped about, is called like Air Jordan or Air. Ben Affleck directed it with Matt Damon. That looks great. And it's about um, Nike getting the endorsement uh, uh, with uh, Michael Jordan back in the yes. uh, late 80s, early 90s. Early 90s, I think. So really quickly, back to Murder Mystery 2. 5.7 out of 10, 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, but 85% like the movie. I mean, you can't hate it. There's no Adam Sandler movie that's bad. And also Adam Sandler, if you look at any of his movies, I don't think it's rated well. Because for the average person, like you have to be an Adam Sandler fan. But I think he's grossed billions. Like people love Adam Sandler. He's got the best Remember movies in the world. Remember when he and Jennifer Aniston did, I think it was Just Go With It. They've worked together a ton. But like that movie I love, they had a really good run for many years. And some high quality H2O. Oh my gosh. Waterboy, Water Happy Gilmore. No, I mean Mr. the two Deeds. of them collabing, though. Obviously, all of the beginning yeah. stuff was great. But they've had some really good movies together. I also loved his movies with Drew Barrymore, too, from Wedding Singer to... Oh, what did they work on later? Fifty First Dates. That one was okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I think I think we did a Adam Sandler marathon a years ago where ago. we went, like, yeah. went back through and watched a bunch. But... Um, but yeah, that that's the I, I think the Air, the Air Jordan one, and then I also heard John Wick Four is probably one of the greatest action films that were ever created. Really? Yeah, I can't wait to. I watch heard there that. was some drama surrounding that movie because someone who was promoting another film, I think like another actor, they were putting it down. I don't know the extent of it, hmm. but some people were just what like when's John Wick Four come out? I think it's in theaters now. Right now, I that's think with so. Keanu Reeves. Mm -hmm. John Keanu Wick is it's an amazing series. Really? Oh, yeah. You know, it's weird. I was thinking today, I'm not even kidding you. I was like, man, I'd love to uh, rewatch The Matrix again. Because I just watched Cruel Intentions, completely different film, but older film. And my brain was going through going, hmm, what are some older films that were really great I'd like to rewatch? I think that might actually make more sense. Because back in the early 2000s, we didn't, like, there's so many things nowadays that you're like, you, 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 you're starting to question because of how advanced technology is getting and like, oh, like we might be actually in a simulation. And mm. it just seems more realistic now than ever. And there's just so many things that are being implemented. Yeah. Um, did you hear too about this potential new currency that 
the Fed. What's called I Fed did. now. Well, the one that. Well, what? Just a little, little, little. The one that time. China's doing. Is that right? Well, there's like two things going on. I haven't done enough research on it to speak anything on it. Um, I just think there was like a bunch of countries who who are now getting off the U.S. dollar them, and yes. they're kind of doing their own thing, which yes. I've heard pros and cons. Um, I mainly cons I've heard yeah, about it, but same. again, don't know enough about it to speak on it. But the Fed now is just kind of an early iteration of of which people are kind of scared of is that if you move to a solid digital currency backed by the U.S. dollar that it's we're losing our ability to to have any sort of freedom because if you um if everything's only digital and you can't have car like car what's it called cold hard cash um (laughs) that's your your autonomy like having a, a gas engine where you can have gasoline in your garage fill up your car and have the ability to go drive a thousand miles if you had to and pay with cash you have freedom. If everyone goes to solid electric cars that are linked up and you go to solid digital currency, if there's anything that ever goes down in a corrupt way, you won't be able to spend your money and you won't be able to drive your car. It can, so you, you're kind of, you those are the two cash. things that can I tell you people are going to fight crazy against. crazy about that. So you know Christian, our hairdresser? Yeah. He has this friend who bought a Tesla and he decided, his friend, that he wanted to go from um, Central Florida up to... Uh, Louisiana you know like not that far we did that drive New Orleans and he he googled it and it was supposed to take I guess like 13 hours but as he was going on the map the Tesla the map software was showing him where he would need to stop and charge his car Mm -hmm. and a 13 hour ride turned into 28 hours due to where the charging stations were and he was so mad because he didn't know until he was in the car doing it because yeah, we should pre-Google that. <laughs> well, maybe he did. I don't know. But can you imagine thinking that you were going like on a 13-hour trip? And then... Yeah. I mean, I mean, th- those are things that I've heard people complain about. I Even though I don't have a Tesla, I still think they're awesome. Yeah. And it's like for the everyday driver who's not driving more than 200 miles a day, it's nice sure. to zip around, but there are those issues. But I think the main um, pushback on digital currency and the tests, like electric cars fully is that if their god forbid was ever another pandemic and how they had lockdowns and they were they can just go hey you can't spend a certain amount of money or the climate like didn't they have in california recently where you had to like have your air conditioning turned down to a certain thing but imagine if they could enforce in the future like 10 years from now like hey unfortunately we're gonna have to limit your electric vehicle on how far you can drive this week because of the climate or because of whatever situation so that's kind of more of like a, a right side talking point. But you also can point, look at it like what happens if gas disappears tomorrow? How are you going to get around your car? You could always guess those things, but you would you just hope that the government, yeah, you'd yeah. hope they wouldn't do that. So, and then it's like, okay, so imagine you hold onto cold hard cash and gold, and then there's a huge fire or tornado, and everything goes bye bye. Like then what? <laughs> well, and also there's a lot of places not accepting cash anymore in general. I know it's really crazy because a lot of uh, places I go now do Apple Pay and with your card, you just tap it. I got to do that. I'm usually up on this stuff. That's the one thing I just haven't because Jeremy was doing that. Oh, tapping? Yep. Because also too, why do I even need a wallet at this point? I know. You know, it's like unless you're going to go like, well, if you keep your driver's license in your car and then 
I'm, I'm rarely carded. If you're going to go out somewhere, like bring it. Right. Have but, you seen that girl on TikTok? Her name's, I think, like Chip Girl. She's really, really successful. And she has a chip in her that unlocks all of the uh, locks in her house and stuff. And like, she's got, it, there's a lot more to it. I'm probably don't know enough to be sharing it, but she makes all these videos. She lives in like the sick place. Like it's ridiculous. And she got a chip, huh? Yeah. And huh. it unlocks everything and it's made her viral all the time. Well, TikTok famous, but she was already wildly successful before that. Yeah. So she's like a tech person, I think. Just cool to see things. I don't know if I go that far, but yeah. I mean, yeah, we're we're just going to be ramped that. up for, you know, it's just everything's going to just happen so so fast now. Yeah. Like for the sure. the uh, acceleration, especially now with AI getting so advanced and in our hands, like what they're going to be able to create and do. Yeah, I don't think we'll recognize our our lives by twenty thirty. It's nope. going to be very, very different, and there's going to be good and bad that come with it, but I think just always paying attention and figuring out how to find the good and all the advancements. What was that thing? Years ago, we had Molly on our podcast, and she shared something where if we woke up like 50 years from now... You would die of shock. You would die of shock. So even think about 50 years ago, what year is that? I, I can't remember the thing, but they were like basically from like... 10,000 years ago to like 1750, if someone traveled in time that many years, 10,000 years ago to 1750 was so drastically different that if you woke up and time traveled, you would like die of shock. Then they said from like 1750 to 2015. So instead of 10,000 years, it's only 300 or 200, 300 years and that you would die of shock. Right. Now they're saying the next time if you were in 2015 and then traveled to 2050, you would die of shock. Uh. And so the the next step just becomes well by probably by 2050 to 2055 and then it's probably going to be per week because things are going to as once Advanced artificial so intelligence kicks in as much as the internet has everything's going to move faster than a million humans working on it. So I think cures for diseases like for an AI to look at every single person that's ever had cancer ever at all the paperwork all within 1 second they're going to be able to mm -hmm. find more information in that than, and then a human being could ever even come close to in their lifetime. Yeah, yeah. So once it gets that advanced, we're going to find we're going to do some really cool stuff, but But also too, isn't Elon Musk saying that all of these tech companies need to halt AI because He tried to stop it back in the day, but he also is just really good at marketing. So is he might have just is? created But he was just saying like once it gets so big that there's it's already too late now that that's going to be the dun, world. Dun. So, but I'm not worried about it. I'm just excited. But it's just fun to watch all the things that are being implemented. There's never a shortage of things to um, learn these days and to find exciting. So I try to fill my, if I'm ever going to listen to a podcast or even with my TikTok algorithm at this point, it's just all pop culture, news, politics, like personal development yeah. like it's really curated to me so i am feeling like i'm being productive in 30 minutes rather than <laughs> watching a bunch of dances that's kind of like a year and a half I ago i think that's a long time ago do they do that anymore like dance? i i don't i don't think so i think so. tiktok's evolved but who knows maybe not it was just a moment in time yeah of what that was yeah. but um but yeah we uh we uh definitely you know I, I really miss doing this. This is a lot of fun. I, um, I hope all of you have had a wonderful uh, start to your year. You know, we've got our first quarter of the year in. I know. And um, so, yeah, we're, we're still, you know, 
we, we don't know when uh, we're going to come back on a regular basis, but I think we'll pop in every now and then just so that we don't disappear into the abyss. <laughs> uh, and then once things can get a little more organized in our life and we can really for commit sure. to producing an amazing show for you all with, um, with guests and, and different topics and things like that, um, and even maybe a studio in the future. Like, you know, when we had it more on the top of our priority that we could focus on, you know, remember we were doing the two shot, yeah, we had our studio and we make it, you know, um, so we'll, we'll get after that. Yeah. You know, I don't know when that's going to be, but, uh, we appreciate you stopping by and always, you know, keeping up with us of what's going on. And we're just wishing you the best. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we'll be talking to you soon. Have in the meantime, April. yeah, just check out the, uh, we're on Insta pretty regularly. So yes. if you want to. If you need a little fix, you can go there. But, uh, but yeah, we uh, we love you all. We appreciate you so much. And we're just wishing you a great yeah. April. Take care, everyone.